Hello and welcome to another episode of the Two Bros podcast. We are Two Bros. This is the Two Bros podcast. Welcome, welcome. No intro music, as you would have guessed. I am on the ship, as you would have guessed from the title. Uh, for some reason, I can't open the Anchor website, and the reason is my internet is terrible. Uh, I tried uh, logging on to it. The website won't open. So here I am using the Anchor app, trying to keep this recording as low as possible in terms of size. so that uh, this can actually go up there and i can continue podcasting now as you can tell from the title it's been uh, a week of uh, life at sea here uh, i can't tell you where i am i can't tell you which company i'm in i can't tell you which ship i'm on because it's a whole uh, confidentiality thing and if i end up saying something which reveals something come company secrets i don't know and they find out it's me i can get into a lot of trouble as much as i would like to paint a real picture here but uh, i'll do what i can I am on a different ship than I normally used to be on and uh, uh all I can say is this used to be at one point uh, one of the world's largest ships at least a class of world's largest ships and coming from a ship which is tiny 250 meters uh 4500 TEU and for your no- non-sailors out there a TEU is a 20 foot uh container unit basically equivalent unit so this is this one is about 18000 and uh, it's something else entirely it's a twin main engine twin island construction if you don't know what that is please do look it up uh, i don't want to get into all that technicality just yet because i do want to focus on life at sea here so it's been a week and i i left home on the 25th i remember i was for quarantine in bombay now that's something that's been going on because of covid even though I, you are double vaxxed you have a negative pcr they still want you there in in quarantine and uh with the two days this flew past and i really had uh, no idea where things went i just uh, kept sleeping and i was reading and i was sleeping and i was eating but that's pretty much like a limbo because you know it's the lull before the storm you know what's coming and you know what you're leaving behind so you tend to just sort of linger you know you're not really doing anything and uh on the 28th i began my uh, epic journey across planet earth flew off to doha first uh, on a flight and then uh, from doha to copenhagen copenhagen they had a tie up with the government i did not uh, with the airport authority sorry i did not have a visa um uh, but uh, yeah my company had a tie up with them so they i got a visa on arrival i was checked again for pcr uh, for covid sorry and uh, yep yeah, after everything was clear i flew again to amsterdam that night and i was hoping that night that I would uh, get to stay in a hotel because I was flying for 24 hours straight. I was miserable. I had slept in bits and pieces. I was <laughs> I was smelling, but uh, no such luck. Put me straight on the ship. The weird thing is uh, I couldn't find anybody on the Amsterdam airport, so I had to switch on my uh, phone's uh, data. Uh, the Wi-Fi wasn't working on the airport, so I had to text uh, the people who handled my tickets and stuff, the agents. So they text them to come and pick me up and I wasted like half an hour and they finally made some calls and then they realized I have to go to a place called the meeting point on the airport and I'm like where the hell is this meeting point and then I turned back and like 10 meters away there was a meeting point so I picked up my bags and went there and uh, there was a guy waiting there and uh, yeah he told me that they don't mention it for some reason and it's 80% of the seafarers who come to Amsterdam I have no idea where to go and they get lost So I don't know why they failed to omit the, uh, you know, omit that detail. But anyway, I got picked up, uh, got myself, uh, got my passport stamped, and uh, straight to the ship. 
reached around midnight and straight away it was unbelievable the size it was colossal like you could have i couldn't have physically pictured uh the size of this thing it's it's massive we're talking 400 meters in length and uh, if that wasn't daunting enough i went to bed that night that night had a good sleep woke up in the morning i had the option of sleeping longer but i figured i have a very short uh, handover period so i should just go down and get started with that and uh, as soon as we started going further up 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 and up in the machinery space talking about uh scrubbers and economizers and waste heat recovery systems and all of these things it's just the day never ended and i mean the day ended but the machinery never ended and finally after lunch we descended down and saw the twin main engines i i could not wrap my head around it and it's been 3 days since i've been on board i still find it difficult to you know orient myself that where are the uh, passages where are the machinery that i'm looking for uh it's it's something it's one of those things where nothing can really prepare you for this stuff you just kind of have to wing it and that is the nature of the job where you can't uh, can't not do it to be honest you can't just uh, put it on somebody else your role is very clearly defined and you are this person and there's nobody else and if you don't do it there i say there will be issues with your appraisal and stuff and then you make yourself look bad i guess and well yeah it's been a journey i had 3 days of handing over and the second day to be honest was spent with the the superintendent who's been on board so we do have done audits and stuff like every other company so i spent the day with him and uh, took him around showed him around and he had some questions because he was from the nautical side of things and he didn't really know much about the engine room So I spent the day with them and then yesterday was the last day where I spent uh, time with the guy who was leaving a guy from the Faroe Islands never met somebody from the Faroe Islands before but uh, good good like good guy I had a good handover with him uh, very polite I had a lot of questions because uh, it was just that's just how it was and uh, yeah he left today and I've taken over officially and then uh, it's just sort of sort of settled into a very comfortable sort of comfortable kind of a position because while for the last 3 days i was just walking around the engine room trying to uh, get a feel for things and see how they are and what it is but today was the first day i actually went and did some work uh the piston for the main engine had to be prepared because in the next port we got to do a piston overhaul for the for the running engine uh now this thing just to paint you a picture it weighs about 4 and a half tons the piston and it's about 16 15 16 feet high that's just how big it is the whole operation if everything goes well touch wood was going to take about 10 or 12 hours straight the good thing is with this ship the, it's so big that your port stays tend to be a bit longer so we do have about 2 days but i would like to get as much done as i can in uh, the first day itself uh, i do have a good crew i have a decent crew um the guys seem to know what they're doing the last second express a lot of trust in them and from what i've seen so far they are quite reliable but again time will tell and uh, i guess i'll also have to be patient with me i mean i remember when it used to be the indian crew on board i used to have to babysit and watch them and pretty much end up yelling at them and on certain occasions where they would not follow instructions and uh, things would just go haywire i don't know if you heard that that was the sound of a hatch cover closing behind me but uh, there's nothing i can do at the moment we are in a port in germany it's called bremerhaven but anyway i digress So yeah that's going to happen in the next few days and 
Then uh, we have a bunch of ports uh, lined up. Uh, so it's going to be we're going to hit Sweden, we're going to hit Denmark, we're going to hit Germany again. Then we're going to hit uh, southern Spain, Morocco, and then we're on our way towards uh, across Mediterranean towards the Suez, and then down back south towards Singapore and China and whatnot. So yeah, my contract is a three months contract. So I've, the, by the time I come back to Europe, it'll be time for me to pack my bags and head out. It's roughly going to be the starting of January. My reliever has requested that he can, if he could, stay at home for Christmas and New Year's. Uh, it'll be great. So I don't uh, make a big deal about festivals and stuff, and I don't celebrate Christmas or anything. I mean, not after a point, I guess. If you're in, uh, if you're a non-Christian, I guess I don't know. So yeah, I was I was okay with uh, staying on board for a little bit longer. And uh, yeah, there you have it. The first week and what a roller coaster it's been. I mean, it was from the uh, initial sadness of leaving it. Ask any sailor. I mean, it's a very uh, unpleasant kind of feeling where you know that all the good times are going to stop and you're just going to be working now. Uh, you're 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 governed by the clock. Your time is governed by external factors. There's nothing you can do. Your life is pretty much not in your hands anymore after that. To that, to come to the ship, to have a feeling initially of what the hell, why have I come here? What is up with this place? <laughs> to now slowly transitioning into a, like a comfortable, uh, sort of organized, sort of sorted kind of a position where you think you can handle it. Uh, again, time will tell. Uh, and I guess I hope it just gets better from here onwards. And uh, yeah, there you have it. Next, we're going to leave the sport in Germany in 12 hours, give or take. And uh, we're going to be in the next sport in Sweden in uh, Monday morning, basically. Monday morning, 6 o'clock. We're going to be there, and that's when the uh, the big work begins. The 10-hour ordeal uh, begins for the piston. So, yeah, there you have it. Uh, just wanted to give you a brief introduction into the first week and what it's been like. I will try to put out weekly episodes. I was thinking I'll do a daily thing, but then it becomes a bit of a chore. So, and not much happens every day. So, yeah, it's been a big transition from a tiny ship that I was on for, I don't know, the last seven, eight years to basically, like I said, used to be the world's largest ship. And, uh, yeah. There you have it. I'll uh, try to put in as much detail as I can, try to make this as entertaining as I can for you. But uh, yeah, this is me, Life at Sea, week number one. Stay tuned for more. Alrighty, see you next time.